0: I know that I came from the gods, I defeat the odds. I don't have to live with a size. My truth is in the bars. This is real rap, but however I will pop. I'll give you rhythm and the blues with this mic that I'm rocking with you until I'm dropping down six feet under. They asking how I get this code. It is a conundrum. It's coming from my bloodline. Ancestors way before me. They used to call us griots the ones that tell the story.
1: From WBEZ Chicago, this is When Magic Happens. I'm Jennifer Shea Lovelong here with Taylor Coward and Cheryl Jackson. And today, we're about to set the roof off the mother sucker because we're celebrating Black Music Month. What songs give you life? Or what songs give you those feels? Or give him something he can feel. I'm giving him something he can feel. Mm. We're talking about the soundtracks of our lives, and we speak to the legends who gave us the sounds of our souls. We'll hear from the first lady of Motown, Claudette Robinson of the
2: Miracles. I wanted to do singing as a hobby, not as a real career.
1: And we've got gems from the artist, percussionist, and producer, Sheila E. Black
3: music is talking about what they've gone through or what we're going through as a people or as
1: a country. And we've also got some poetry by Chicago's own Asha Omega. Asha Omega is uh, a little bit of everything. She's everything and no thing. All that and more coming up. Think on your feet for our fast and curious 5K, a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. Alright, so ladies, yo, I love music. And it just, you know, it's like, it just moves me. But
4: I'm curious to know, what songs spark joy for you? A song that just brings out the absolute fool in me. What? Is Got To Be Real by okay. Charlene. Yes, I love that song. It's high energy. its I just like the message. It brings back Good memories. I just love it. Driving down Lakeshore Drive. That song comes on the radio. All bets are off. <laughs> Crashing the, crash the car. Oh yeah, People have laughed at me at, at, um, at traffic lights because yeah. I'm acting a complete fool. I get that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm doing more than chair dancing. Oh, oh. oh okay. okay. I might get out the car what okay.
5: into the I'm lake
4: so I'm here <laughs> for it i want to see song.
1: it <laughs> <laughs> Taylor what about you what song brings you joy I love um, As by Stevie Wonder Ooh, oh
2: good one yes. that's a good one
5: or Overjoyed if I need to be like oh, yeah. mellow happy maybe two you
0: would believe you two might be
4: I love Stevie Wonder. I like um, Isn't She Lovely.
5: That's beautiful. Uh, beautiful. Yeah, about
4: his daughter. Yeah. So sweet. I make it about me. Oh. <laughs> She's like, yeah, so Cheryl wrong. is lovely. Right.
5: <laughs> Isn't
1: she lovely? Cheryl's lovely. <laughs> so wrong. Uh, okay, two songs come to my mind. Okay. This is going to be good. So, well, okay, it's this song called You Are the Universe by the Brand New Heavies. Hmm. And I just love the words. It's, it's just so powerful. Okay, this is when I'm in the grocery store, I hear this song, and it brings me complete joy in my own head. But it's fame. 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 I'm gonna live oh. And I just want to, like, live forever. dance down the halls. I want to learn how to fly. In People will see me in okay, what about a song that makes you feel powerful? Mm. I feel like Nina Simone is that person for me. Mm, okay.
5: She has very much just like a force to her voice and her lyrics. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, contemporary would be a Beyonce, a Rihanna. B-Word, Better Have My Money, Ooh, of course. Yes.
1: That's yes. the Ooh. anthem for me. <laughs> I'm with you on that. It's yeah. yeah. Run my money. Um,
4: for me, so I was running for U.S. Senate. I was running, and you spend your whole day in a room with no windows call, dialing for dollars. Mm-hmm. So I was you know, fundraising. So mm-hmm. I had to call people. Within three minutes, I have to get a credit card and get people to commit to, you know, maxing out at 2400 whatever the number was. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally. And so I was just really struggling one day, just like, I can't do this, you know, introduce myself, okay, quickly. And now can you give me twenty four hundred dollars? And I was just beat down. Mm-hmm. Okay. So many no's, lots of rejection. And so the young lady who was in they call it call time. She was in call time with me and I was like, I'm done, I can't do this. She's like, Okay, let's hit pause. She's like, I have a song for you. And it was Beyonce's Diva. <laughs> And we, I got up, I was dancing, I was, you know, having such a good time to the song. And when it was over, she said, okay, bitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get back to work. <laughs> and I literally, I was fired up. I got on and I was like, bam, 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 just collecting this $2,400 pops one at a time. Uh-huh. Very, so because of that, Diva.
1: Take it to yeah. another level. Yes. No passengers on my plane. Uh, hello. Uh-oh. It sure was. Okay, what about Sexy? What song makes you feel sexy? Mm, I th- and I mean mm, sexy. I
5: think we share one. What? I think we discover we both love Private Dancer by Tina Turner. Ooh,
1: ooh. That's a jam. I want to make a million dollars. I want to live out by the sea. <laughs> yes! <laughs>
5: love that song. I was like, yes, Tinta. T- <laughs> Tinta. Not T- the Tinta. Tinta Turner. Okay.
2: <laughs>
4: Let me tell you my song, Uh, okay? What what is it? It is a little old school. um, Between the sheets. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. That's a slow. Yeah, that's
4: a sexy song. That's a sexy. I mean, it's very obvious. Between the sheets. Is that the Isley Brothers? There you go. I'm about to ask you. I told y'all.
5: No, no names. I'm Shazam. No. <laughs> I'm a walking Shazam. There you
4: go. Uh, Isaac, but it's so sexy. Uh, I love that song. You gonna yeah. see them
5: at Ravinia? They coming? Yep. Them um, and like maybe like Boys to Men or something. Okay. When Ooh, I saw the combo I was combo. like Burr. but like okay. <laughs> I think it's Boys to Men. Uh, What's your sexy jam, Jennifer?
1: Well, I got a lot of sexy
2: songs. Come on, sexy. Um, <laughs>
1: But you know, I like plastic off the sofa. Oh, oh yeah. I like I think that. That's real sexy. I like that. I also like "Diary" by Alicia Keys. Is that a sexy like, song? Okay, well, how does it go? It's 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 like, um, I won't tell your secrets. Ooh, I it, like that already. That song kills me. I won't tell because the tea uh, your secrets. isn't very hard
5: and secret. So she's secrets saying, secrets are safe <laughs> for me, your secrets. <laughs>
2: Stay
4: focused, okay? <laughs> Stay focused. <It's> so funny. <laughs> there is a song by Rihanna that I think is so... Um, S&M by Rihanna. Gosh, yes. Cheryl? Yes. Wow. Yes. Y'all don't know me. <laughs> if you don't know, hey, now, now we know. know. <laughs> Ooh, my mama's gonna get me, okay? <laughs> I'm just over here cutting up. <laughs> I would think
5: it would be that song, the Beyonce song, where she was talking about Six Inch Heels. You live in a
4: a six-inch heel. Me, yes, I do. You do. I you do. do. I do. I like let me tell you, there's not a Beyonce song I don't like. I love them all.
0: Asha Omega is uh a little bit of everything. She's everything and no thing hey these folks don't be in the church for real and you can tell they ain't grew up in the church i could tell or they ain't getting no nah, i wouldn't even say just vocal training a lot of these things listen when you you a singer you more than likely grew up in a church a church you grew up in there you are vocally trained to a whole the whole nother level like um so many people just can sing and that's cool that's that's your lane you know at least you can do that and i am give you your flowers for that but if you sang you start seeing folks like, hold on, who, what's going on? You 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 give people the Holy Ghost. You could be saying the most unholiest thing in the whole entire world. You like, I feel that in my spirit right now. I'm finna go get two bottles of whiskey right now. <laughs> <laughs> you understand music in a completely different ear, though. Like you have a knowledge that. A lot of singers can't possess unless they have to be there in that moment and hit that note and understand that music in a different type of way. Them singers just mm-mm, throw your shoe at them. I can't say no. If you ain't getting no shoes thrown at you, you ain't doing your job. You're you're a singer, not a singer. I wanted
2: to do singing as a hobby, not as a real career.
1: That's Claudette Robinson.
2: There were many, many challenges. There were many things that happened along the way but I think we had each other we had uh, an opportunity to do something different than what we had been doing and to try to make a better life for ourselves families etc but it was hard work we worked seven days a week it was four sometimes five shows a day Wow I guess it was challenging But, you know, being young I could not even begin to do that today You know, probably after the first hour I'd be sitting down (laughs) (laughs) You know uh, But you have to want to do it You have to have a love Number one, I think, for people And that you're going to give it your all For as long as you can
1: What about the miracles made you miraculous?
2: (laughs) I think uh, the good Lord. So
1: ladies, what do you think it is that makes black music sound so unique? I like the regional accents. Like you could tell like, like, like a Muddy
5: Waters or like Mm. a, It just reminds me of like my grandma and like some some that's not something that can be replicated. That Mm -hmm. is like that is a byproduct of like your upbringing and who you were around and where you lived and where you moved. And since black music is something that is like often duplicated, but like can't be made the same. I think that just our voices themselves are impactful.
4: I think the stories behind them. I think black artists tell stories that are uniquely black Mm -hmm. and from our experience Mm -hmm. and that experience just comes from the soul.
1: I totally agree with you like it is it's just soulful like Mm -hmm. it is a feeling that you can't just pull out of the air
3: you know, black music is talking about what they've gone through or what we're going through as a people or as a country.
1: That's Sheila E.
3: And I didn't realize that until later on, um, you know, what was happening. I loved James Brown in the second grade, you know, and I I first heard his music and I'm like, oh, my God, I have to get to my first 45 with a James Brown record. Uh, We imitated black artists all the time.
4: So when I think about pioneers in the music industry, they have really stretched what it means to be an artist mm. and what you do as an artist. Mm-hmm. So now it's um, it's a business. Mm-hmm. It's a brand. And music is just one of the things that maybe the entree into building this larger brand. And we don't need to look any further than, you know, Bad Girl Riri. Um, Rihanna has just, you know, all of them. Yonce, uh, Jay-Z, I mean, you know, you drinking champagne. It's 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 Jay-Z's. I just love the way that um black artists um and these iconic names are building going beyond music to build entire brands.
1: Yeah. I you know, actually and I, I think this is spawned because of her recent passing, but Tina Turner is somebody who comes to mind for me because she you know, originally started with a particular genre of music and said, you know what? I don't I don't want to do this genre. Yes. I want to do rock and, and rock and roll. And, you know, the other thing that really inspires me about her is her ability to think beyond just the domestic U.S., right? Like mm-hmm. she was like, I don't necessarily have to thrive here. You know, I can thrive in Europe. And in fact, you know, she is was more sort of received and yes. accepted and loved and embraced in Europe. Um, and she became, you know, a citizen of Switzerland, just like all the things. She you totally know? flipped
4: the script. But she
1: flipped the script. Mm-hmm. And she flipped the script based on kind of, again, what her soul was saying, right. you know, like, I want to do this rock and roll thing. Yeah, She's inspiring to me in that way. Yeah, what about you, say. Taylor? Ah, ah, right. <laughs> uh, I think of Quincy
5: Jones. Yeah. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, he's a composer. He did movies, Michael Jackson albums, The Wiz. I love The Wiz. That soundtrack on its own could have been like, it didn't even need to be attached to a movie. Yeah. It was just beautiful in its own right. Lena Horne, Diana Ross, Michael Jackson, just like a beautiful piece of music along with this like very blackety black movie. Right. Where we get to see ourselves as canonized movie figures. Right. And thinking of, like, kind of a legendary figure, Chicago legend, Quincy Jones, I feel like he was one of those pioneers in being all the things and knowing all the things and having hands in all the
0: pots of a piece of music or entertainment. I listened to a lot of Michael Jackson growing up, so he's a legend because he transcends time. People who are long gone before my mom loved michael jackson and my kids gonna love michael jackson if you know if god gave me that i ain't rushing i'm not rushing you at all take your time it'll still hit it'll still do the same thing and it still sounds purposeful with intention and it's actually good music a legend gonna transcend all that what's the name say my name still gonna hit today because if no one is around you say baby i love you if you're not running game it's gonna hit
3: God has given me this gift to be able to, uh, the gift of music, and um, I never took any drum lessons. Uh, I don't read music. I play by ear. I learned, I'm self-taught, and um, just the way that things happen in my life. The one show that I played with my dad at 15, uh, his band at the time was signed to Clive Davis, and they were out on tour with me many amazing artists, and that one show just changed my life. After that show, um, I decided that I knew that this is what I was supposed to be doing. And uh, I, uh, two weeks later, went out on tour with my dad and never never looked back. God is the reason why I get to do what I get to
1: do. So what do you think's the, the magic behind sustaining a long and legendary musical career what do you think it takes being an
5: individual you know Mm -hmm. like it it is hard for what you have put out to be replicated Mm -hmm. because you're like no one is going to ever sound like Aretha Franklin many have tried but they have failed and I sat and watched that funeral like that was my own grandmama Mm -hmm. I was tuned in because Mm -hmm. that's a legend costume changes that's a legend Mm -hmm. did you see the costume changes in the casket no. no, they changed her what? outfits. That's, Are you serious? That is legend to the grave. Wow. <laughs> Y'all keep talking. I'm going to pull up that one. Okay. okay.
4: <laughs> they got pictures Cheryl, of her What do you grave. think? I think it's um, you have to be able to sing. Okay, (laughs) that's what I think that's going to that that makes for a sustaining um, career, legendary career, that there has to be some true musicality Mm -hmm. to the voice. So, you know, there's a lot of hits out there, but they're not they don't have these classically beautiful, strong voices, Mm -hmm. musicality. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, when I think about legends, Whitney Houston. Okay, Mm -hmm. Uh, beautiful voice. Um, Aretha beautiful voice, uh, musicality to it, Tina, musicality to it, Diana, another beautiful voice, legends in the making, uh, Jennifer Hudson, beautiful voice. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is so, um, so key. Yeah, that there has to be a real voice behind the legend.
3: Think on your feet
1: for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird
4: registration at wbez.org slash events.
1: Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.
0: Our legends are our kinfolk, our cousins, our aunties, our best friend that grew up down the street. That's like our fake sister. So seeing them evolve and grow and create something beautiful is a reflection of our light inside of us. It reminds us of the chance, the opportunity to create something bigger and better for ourselves and create a legacy.
2: One of the things is that, you know, when we would play uh, concerts in the South, it was segregated audiences. So they would put a rope down the middle of wherever you were so that whites and blacks did not mix. So one of the things that happened is that uh, Smokey had decided that we were not going to play a segregated audience again. And that if they didn't take the rope down, we weren't going to work. Now, I'm not going to tell you that that was an easy decision to make, but it was one that we all decided that we would do, and we did it. And it was scary because we didn't know what the result would be, you know, if we were going to get hit or hurt or whatever. And... uh, It happened and from that point on, we never played with a rope dividing audiences. See, the the difference is, is that what parents and many people today don't realize, children and young people what they wanted to do was to dance they wanted to enjoy the music they didn't care what color you were what you looked like what race you were what church you went to none of that mattered what religion that none of that came into play all they wanted to do was just to be together and have a good time and fun sure how much uh, a career for black people at that time would be the best career to have. Because first of all, you didn't get paid very much at all. And that was a reality for us because in our very first (laughs) song that we did, which was Got a Job, our payment for that was that great big sum of... $3.19. Three dollars and nineteen cents. Stop. <laughs> really? I got a job. Sha-da-da, sha-da-da, got a job. Wow. Yeah.
1: That was for the whole group.
2: Yes, for the group, for everybody. Wow. So I wasn't thinking this was going to be something that's going to make us not even thousands of dollars. Never, never could Uh,
4: Angie Stone was in Memphis. My sister was telling me about this concert. She went to see Angie Stone. Angie Stone took the stage. And then she looked over. She said, did they give me my money? And I think her people said no. She said, I ain't trying to be funny, y'all. Okay. But I have not been paid. Okay. So see? I need to be, y'all need to be paid, right? Y'all like to be paid. I need to be paid. Yeah. She said, so I'm not singing tonight. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Good for her. Yeah.
1: And I mean, the reality is in this business, it's not on the up and up all the time, right? right. People aren't compensated in the way that they should, particularly given the talent that they're that they're sharing with mm-hmm. the world.
3: Streaming is horrible for artists, and it has been from day one. Mm-hmm. And what happens is people don't, they don't understand financially what happens for us. And people think that it's great that they're streaming our songs, but it's not because we don't get paid. Mm-hmm. So if you're spent thousand dollars or three hundred thousand dollars or half a million dollars on your record and you're streaming these songs you're not going to make your money back from streaming you have to go out on tour you know Mm. what they did they took our music and then they told us what we were getting so we're getting half of a half of a cent per stream instead of making 99 cents every time someone streams it we're not even making a penny for each stream so when we stream a hundred thousand 100,000 streams, we get $352. That's ridiculous. $352, and there's six of us that have written a song. We have split $352, and that's from 100,000 streams. A million streams, we make $3,500. It doesn't. The, the money doesn't add up. It's not fair to us. So when we're spending our money doing these records, our hard-earned money doing these records, and people think it's okay... If, you know, to stream our songs. We're the, almost the only entity that, does, that doesn't get paid for our services correctly the way that we should. And, and it's not fair to us at all. So that needs to change. You
0: know how they say, like, the NBA is its own form of slavery. So kind of, it's a similar way of, of music, I think. Um, work till you die. You promote these things that are killing your people and make a certain congregation of folks feel cool feel like they're aligned with who you are and what what they think you stand for i was thinking about this my mom born in 63 she was like yeah get a good job get the insurance and work till so you got what you need music business has done the same thing but it's kind of remixed it like do what we tell you to do you're not gonna own none of these masters you're actually really working for me um when you pass on your kids ain't gonna have nothing other than the royalties which they have they may have to split with me there are fifty thousand dope black artists in the three mile radius and so it's like i see you working like you are doing everything possible to get your name out here you're fighting every odd against you working at nine to five or you doing that dishwashing job and you coming straight to the studio and it comes to the show you're tired you don't have the you paying that four hundred dollars for that studio session you paid the producer two hundred fifty dollars Then you have to go back to the studio and then pay for the clean version so you can put it on the radio and pray to god they put it on there like you are putting in real work and sacrifice People not playing about these streams. I heard the other day that they're like fighting to get more money for streams. Like, cause 10 cents, whatever, how many it is per stream is crazy. My stuff was on the radio, on a radio station. I got like $9. I was like, that don't even sound right in my spirit. But you know, I'm grateful regardless. Thank you, more money. But you know, I just feel like the amount of money people put into their art, people are understanding they're worth a lot more and their people are understanding and owning and honoring the responsibility of being the artist so like you're not just gonna cheat me you're not i've seen it happen past 25 35 75 years in music we're not doing it i really don't need you you got tiktok you can reach the whole world if the song good enough you put it on set you ain't gotta have it on apple you can have it on soundcloud a free app that anybody could have you will touch the world so people are owning their power and ain't the the industry gonna have to listen
1: are your top three legends?
4: Let um, me start with Whitney Houston, mm-hmm. Dinah Ross, and um, Aretha.
1: Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say I like Patti.
4: Okay. Oh, yeah, Pat Patti LaBelle. LaBelle. Okay. That's all right.
1: And um, I'd say, you know, I really am inspired by Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. And I'd say like a, like a new artist, her. Okay. Mm -hmm. How about you, Taylor? I would say Aretha,
5: Stevie Wonder, Prince for like, like not new legends. No, I guess legends aren't new, right? Mm -hmm. So I think I'll submit them. I just, I can't, it's hard to pick three. But it I'll, is hard. But I'll submit those because I do like them. I can rely on those people. And we got nine together. Right.
0: You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
5: right.
0: Black music is everything. It's literally everything. It's finding the music and the joy and the sadness and the pain and making it, it's alchemy. It's really alchemy it's alchemy because you're turning something in here and bringing it outward. So you're really tapping in with your highest self, with the divine, whatever that is to you. So black music is everything. Um, I hear it when I see a girl, her heels walking down the street, click, clack, click, clack. There's a rhythm in that. Whether we know it's, it's intrinsic, it's internalized. So black music is everything. Um, It's life in itself. A lot of the music, if not all of it would not exist without black people pioneering it as we know it. Like, so it's 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 truth, it's pain, it's anger, it's desperation, it's it's addiction when people talk about it, it's anger. You know, it's everything all at once. Yeah, that's what it is to me.
1: So, why do we celebrate Black Music Month? I feel like we
5: just have to celebrate like all the contributions of black people to music.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Um because we're we're in every genre,
4: maybe we are the genre, black artists and black music uh, and black culture on other um music and genres outside of the black community. It cannot be denied
5: yeah and and acknowledging it mm-hmm. don't don't just let it be unsaid because then it'll continue to be unrecognized and unsaid, like little Richard presented. I think at, like, the Grammys. And he was like, I'm up here presenting, and y'all never gave me one of these. He's like, I invented rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And he, he had to say that, and people were like, you know, like, not really listening. Let me tell but you what, yeah.
4: Lil' Richie was going to call you out now. So, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's a wrap for our Black Music Month episode. But best believe the beat don't stop till the break of dawn, so the celebration of Black music can't stop and it won't stop. If you liked what you heard, subscribe, rate us on Apple Podcasts, and tune in every Friday for your dose of When Magic Happens and follow us on Instagram at when Magic Happens Podcast.
4: Don't miss out on the latest and greatest from your When Magic Happens family. Subscribe to our amazing newsletter, the perfect companion to this podcast. Join our email community at wvez.org backslash newsletters.
1: Special thanks to our guests, Claudette Robinson, Sheila E., and Asha Omega. You can find me, Jennifer Shay Love Long, on Instagram at Love. You can find me, Taylor Coward, on
5: Instagram at TaylorCowardOnline.
4: And you can find me, Cheryl Jackson, on socials at Cheryl Jackson. That's Cheryl with an E. Our email address is magic at WBEZ.org. Send us an email or a voice memo about anything. We want to hear from you.
5: When Magic Happens is a production of WBEZ Chicago. Our truly magical producer is Brianna Garrett. Elizabeth Cambridge is our associate producer. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer. Tracy Brown is chief content officer. Production assistance by Justin Bull. Engineering by Dave Miska and Deshawn Smith. Peace, love, and soul. See y'all next week. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's <was> cute. <kidding.
3: sighs>
0: I'm in tune, I am the line, tapped into God, I'm divine, do it, anything that I want, cause I get it right on time, never late, I got a full plate, I just ate, got some veggies and some sweet green, you know I'm feeling great, uh, we right here, right here on the mic, I do it with the music, it is my birthright to live and be, and free, I see divinity inside you, shine in me, hey!
3: <laughs> Yo,
0: I didn't
5: know it was on the <laughs>
4: top, I didn't know it was on it oh, 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 yeah, was on top!